This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Author of One Rental at a Time. And uh, as I always say, seven days a week, 365 days. I think this is almost, I think it's almost been 25 months we have been doing this daily show. This daily show is for you. Uh, I basically adopted a habit about 20 years ago of enjoying my mornings, reading the news, the financial news, consumers, cost of capital, looking at my real estate market, because I'm trying to make some financial moves to better my family. Now what I do is I take a page full of notes and I share them with you. Six days a week, we do this at 7.30 a.m. live. Thursdays, we do them at 7. Because again, on this channel, Monday through Friday, I interview six or seven different multimillionaires. We tackle three different topics, and those videos are put out every day to help you. This channel aims to have four to five pieces of original content every day. I'm not trying to trick some algorithm or whatever it is. I don't even use hashtags or or whatever they are. I'm just trying to produce content that's original and valuable. So if you like that, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. A little bit of support is always welcome. Uh, Let you know about what's coming up. Uh, Saturday. Every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific, I do a live show on this channel. I like to have some questions seated. So if you want to ask your question, maybe you can't attend live and you'll watch the replay. Go ahead and leave comments below. Not during this video if you're watching live, but below. Uh, I, I prep Friday evenings for my Saturday shows. So if you leave a comment below, I will see it. I'm a one-man show, no team or anything. So, uh, I'll see it, and I will hopefully be ready for you on Saturday at 8 a.m. Second, I am very open and would love to branch out and add some expertise from Europe, Asia, Australia, South America, Africa. If any of you watching this have relationships or know of other channels that might be interesting to bring on and help tell us about the world, that would be wonderful. We are in a worldwide economy. Uh, I think as we go forward over the next two or three decades together, there will be opportunities outside of the U.S., and I think having a perspective from the rest of the world would do good for you and, frankly, do good for me. So if you can help make intros, leave comments on other channels, that would be great. I would love to add other guests from around the world. And then finally, uh, several of you uh, sent me screenshots of you posting on Graham Stephan's multiple channels saying, hey, interview this guy from California. He's got a he's got a 20-year story. I wanted to thank you. You didn't have to do that. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't know if it'll ever happen. He's kind of big time now, obviously, running around in his 6,000-square-foot Vegas house or whatever it is. It's okay. If it happens, wonderful. If it doesn't, it's okay. But I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to help. And if you want to continue the trend and hit him up again today, I would greatly appreciate it. So on to the news of the day. Uh, First and foremost, I think it was a week ago. It might have been 10 days ago. 
I talked about Chamath. Again, he's a gentleman that I once and several times called our generation's Warren Buffett. Social capital. He's doing some pretty amazing things. I like, I watched several of his interviews. Uh, I actually watch them while I'm working out, or I should say I listen to them. I just like the way he thinks, the way he speaks, the way he's not afraid to just put it out there. Kind of, kind of my type of guy, if you know what I mean. But he, uh, I don't know, he or some of his friends pulled a head fake on us. He's not going to run for California's governor. I'm disappointed by that. Not surprised. Um, I don't think he's done building his portfolio of companies. I think he has bigger aspirations to change the world, batteries and electricity and all of those things. But I won't, I won't lie. I was, I was disappointed. I am encouraged by the fact that he is putting his weight behind the recall of Gavin Newsom. That needs to happen. He has been a train wreck for California's economy. Pretty boy who likes big words has done nothing for this state except line his own pockets and protect his friends. So if all we got out of this was the recall of Gavin Newsom, I'll take it. I wish Chamath would be in the ring. I'd like to see what he could do, but I understand. I understand. Next up, we talk about a lot of earnings. This is a very busy week for earnings and, and going to rattle off a bunch of companies. They all beat top and bottom line. I think the economy is clearly getting better. Uh, I think as we will talk about new unemployment claims in a minute, uh, I think we are through the worst of it. Now hear me, I'm not saying it's over. I'm saying we're, we're, we are through the worst of it, which is very different from being over. First off, Can Canada Goose, this is an outerwear company, beat and ray, or beat top and bottom, highlighted a surge in China demand. And online demand, again, retailer online. We've been hearing that for six months. eBay beat top and bottom and increased their dividend and added $4 billion to stock buyback. Pretty impressive. PayPal beat top and bottom and talked about record payment volume. Again, economy getting better. Not out of the woods, but getting better. Clorox beat top and bottom and raised full-year guidance. Costco talks about January sales, same-store sales being up 15, call it 16%, 15.9, where they are expected to be up 11.7. Again, the economy is getting better. Tapestry, which is Coach and Kate Spade, high-end, I don't know what you want to call it, goods, I guess, um, beat top and bottom and raised full-year guidance. Are we sensing a trend? Uh, Apple and Hyundai are getting close to signing a deal. Uh, they will be manufacturing the cars in Georgia. I think Georgia is getting a lot of press. I think Georgia is a state that if you're a new investor, you need to poke around and look at. I think there's a lot of goodness going on in Georgia. Qualcomm beat top and bottom, but, but, but identified chips, chip supply being a problem just like auto manufacturers, Ford, GM, and others. There's a problem in the supply chain for chips. And, um, you know, that's going to take a, a while to work out. But, yeah, it's going to prevent Qualcomm from selling as much as they could this quarter. Uh, Grubhub, they missed. Grubhub missed top and missed bottom significantly. 
Grubhub has significantly increased its marketing cost to generate new customers, and that's a problem. So again, Grubhub is the first one to miss top and bottom. ExxonMobil now enjoys the largest dividend in the S&P 500 at 7%. Kind of makes sense, right? Oil and gas as we go electric, as we go green. It will be interesting to see what's there. Is a 7% yield safe? I mean, the 10 years, what is it? 1.1, 1.2 today? ExxonMobil yields 7%. Interesting. Bank of England. Watch out for this, folks. Bank of England is talking about negative rates. Negative rates. Another country going negative. Uh, they are saying their banks may need six months to set up, but they they tried to be they tried to, to dance the fine line, and I think they missed it. They basically said we're preparing them, but we're not going there. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's true. It's like I'm preparing to do this, but I'm not going to do that. I don't think so. I think Bank of England knows they're going to have to go negative. I don't know if you read this. We used to talk about David Portnoy a lot, right? Barstool Sports. Uh, we used to talk about him saying stocks only go up, and for a long time he was right. We've also talked about him and his amazing charity that he's kicked off on and likely be the charity this channel donates to at the end of the month uh, where he's saving small businesses. Um, just amazing work. But I read yesterday that he lost $700,000 playing momentum in uh, GameStop, AMC, and others. He got out, and then lo and behold, yesterday, his spidey senses said he needs to play AMC. So he just bet 700 k on AMC yesterday. And if you ever needed more evidence that this is not investing, I'm not even sure I call this speculating. This is outright gambling. And if you want to do that, by all means, go for it. This is America. Do what you want. If you want to suffer, if you're willing to suffer the consequences, by all means, lay that 700 k down. He was asked why. He says, well, I just feel it. I've read a lot of stuff in finances, and I don't remember feel being any one of those investment decisions. I'm not saying it's wrong. Believe me, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just, don't, I'm just saying don't call based on feelings investing. If you're willing to say, you know what? I took a 700K flyer. I'm a multimillionaire. Who cares? Great. Let's see how it rolls. I hope you win. But don't place that bet and tell your followers it's investing. That's wrong and misleading and potentially dangerous. So it is it's interesting to see. The city of San Francisco, God, never ceases to amaze me. They are now suing the city of San Francisco. These government bureaucrats who did the nonsense in the city are now so far behind the eight ball because the city is being evacuated that they're suing their own school system to try to get kids back in school. <laughs> I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. It's just crazy. On the good news, jobless claims uh, were lower than expected, still shockingly high, still like the 49th week above, you know, 666 was the old peak, came in at 779. Looks like most of the gain was from Chicago or Illinois, but California was up, so kind of wash. Expectation was for 830. Uh, came in again at 779. 
And then right before I, uh, the last article I read of the day is kind of interesting. It looks like developers are buying hotels. This is something that you can go back five, six months on this channel, and I proposed was going to be the outcome. It's now happening. 18% of hotels are behind on their debt or simply stop paying. There are now developers buying hotels and turning them into affordable housing. One example in the article talked about a hotel being sold in Minneapolis, Minnesota for roughly 30K a door. It has now been turned into affordable housing. The upgrade was about 10,000 per unit in Reno. So let's say the operator was in for 45K a door. He says uh, doors of similar size and of quality go for about 120K a door. Folks, Wall Street's going to see stuff like this and they are going to go ham. This, this is a way that we are going to get affordable housing. You're going to have to... Um, one second. Jimbo wants to say hi. I'm sorry. Hey, buddy. How you doing, buddy? I apologize for that. I thought I could get through this without him whining, but he's here. So again, developers are buying hotels. This example was 40 or 45K a door. They go for 120 a door in Minneapolis. This is something that I think Wall Street's going to pick up on. I think this is going to be one way we solve the affordable housing. What do you think, Jimbo? Yep, I agree. All right, everybody, we got Jonathan Twomley coming up here at 7.30, and then I actually have a hard money lender on at 9. So we are doing lots for you. Hope you enjoy these conversations. I apologize for that interruption at the end, but Jimbo wanted to say hi. Today's better than yesterday. T yesterday was rough. Today's better, right, buddy? All right, buddy. Take care. Bye.